Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this week. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. And we have several callers on hold already, so I'll get to them in just a second. Um, one housekeeping thing real quickly. I'm giving away a free session every month now. The first of the month gave one away last week. And in order to be considered, be part of the drawing, you just have to do these three easy things. And they are follow me on Instagram at Ask Julie Ryan. Write a review about why you like the podcast on iTunes at Ask Julie Ryan. And then subscribe to my blog at AskJulieRyan.com. And all of these uh, instructions are on my website, AskJulieRyan.com, on the events page. So if you don't remember them, just go on my website and you'll find them. I hope you all are doing well. It seems like summer is is uh, moving quickly. I said to somebody the other day who said, my gosh, it's gotten so hot. And I said, well, yeah, it's mid-June in Alabama in the summertime. So it's beautiful here, though. All my magnolia trees are in bloom. I'll take a picture of them tomorrow and put it online. But it smells heavenly when I walk outside. I've got, we have these huge magnolia trees that when we planted them 20 years ago, they were about four feet tall and now they're probably 40 feet tall and they're full of these huge blooms and it's just gorgeous. So I hope wherever you are, it's gorgeous as well. Let's go ahead and go to the phones and uh, see who's called us this week and see what kind of questions they have. I believe our first caller is Elizabeth. Hi, Elizabeth. Hello. Thank you for Hello. taking my call. You are welcome. Hello. How are you? I'm doing good. Terrific. Please tell everyone where you're calling us from. I'm calling from Lancaster, California, okay. about an hour north of Los Angeles. I know where it is. I used to live in L.A. Yeah, in the yeah. desert. I yeah. live in the desert, and it is very hot today. <laughs> oh, yeah, I bet. Well, hey, it's June. <laughs> it's summertime. It's I know. I'm, but I'm, <laughs> I'm still not done with last year. <laughs> oh, funny. Well, year doesn't end, honey, for another six months, so I think you'll be good. Okay. <laughs> well, do you have a question for me? Yes, I do. Um, it, it's about my pet, Chester. I have a dog. His name is Chester, and he has, I recently noticed that he has a small growth on the side of his body, um, and he hasn't been acting too great lately, but um, I'm not sure if I should be concerned about that or not. I just recently lost my cat 
So, you know, I felt guilty about having to put my cat down. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm not sure if I should be concerned about this or not, because, you know, financially, it might be a bit too much money. But um, I just I don't I'm not sure if something's wrong with Chester or not. Okay, how old is he? Oh, I don't, I'm not sure. I got him at the pound. I would place his age at maybe 12 years old. Oh, okay. And and what kind of dog is Chester? I love his name. He's a chihuahua. A chihuahua. <laughs> he's a chihuahua mix. So he's, he's, he's a chihuahua in a mix of something else. I do not know what that is. That's hilarious. Um, we had a Maltese when my son Jonathan was little. Jonathan was like three, and we and we called him Brutus. <laughs> I think he made I it like that home. name. <laughs> but yeah, no. so I I found that, and he's always incessantly like licking his paws or swallowing, and I'm not sure what I should do. Okay. All right, what I'm going to do, Elizabeth, is I'm going to get you on my radar, and I'm going to mm-hmm. hook from you into Chester. And so how I do that is I raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit, because we're all spirits in a body having a human experience. And when our spirits are in our bodies, we vibrate more slowly just because the body has mass. And once I raise my vibration to the level of spirit, I can be in multiple places at the same time. I can act like I'm a spirit. And, uh, and so I learned how to do all of this. I turn it on and off at will. I don't go around scanning dogs or people all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm cracking myself up there. Um, so I'm going to close my eyes. There's going to be a laser beam come from my body. I'm in Birmingham, Alabama, so it's going to come from my body, and it's going to going to head out next, head out and hook into you in Lancaster, okay. and then and then from you I'll go to Chester. So here we go. Here goes the laser beam. All right, got you, got Chester. Okay, I'm seeing a growth on the right side. Is it on the right side of his body? Um, you know what? I never really... I you have know. him with me right now, and I can't find it. All I, right. I can say it is. It most likely is. I can see one. It looks benign to me. It looks, okay. like, a, it looks like a fatty tumor. It does not look yeah. malignant. Um, what I'm watching happen is I'm watching a healing occur on Chester, uh-huh. and uh, and so it's being encapsulated and it's spinning very very fast, which will uh, hopefully get rid of it. But it's interesting when I work on tumors, usually on people, mm-hmm. usually working on tumors on people. Um, okay. I always see it encapsulated in. Do you remember those cooking bags? I don't know if they still make them. I think Reynolds yeah. made of it. Yeah. My mom used to make turkeys in those because yeah. mm-hmm. the there wasn't any cleanup. <laughs> you just got the stuff out of the bag and then threw the bag away. And yeah. um, so I watch tumors get encapsulated in kind of a, a bag or, wow. a, or a membrane. And what it does is it keeps the, the little particles and the teeny little pieces from going all over the place because oftentimes when those cells get just get dispersed then they can grow back and you got more of a problem than you did the first time so um so i'm watching that get uh taken out okay it's been the cells have all been 
the tumor's now all been broken up. I'm watching it get removed. I'm watching wow. stem energy go into Chester right now to fill in the oh. tissue of the area where it was. But I, I don't think it's going to be a problem, and I think he's oh, going to be fine. Yeah, yeah, I was just really, um, I was really concerned, you know, and he was, um, I wasn't sure why he was licking his paws all the time, if it was because of nervous energy or if he was sick or well, allergic to something. He I just get, doesn't yeah. stop. I, before you even said that, what I what I was just about ready to say is I think it's uh, fertilizer and weed killer on the grass that he's walking in. So hmm. uh, you may want to wipe off his paws when he comes in because you don't really want him licking that okay. stuff. That's what I okay. would do. But I think he's going to be fine. Oh, that's Alrighty. good. Like I said, I just lost my cat and I felt so guilty that I put her down and I didn't know if I had to or not, but I probably yeah. most likely did. So animals, really quickly, animals, they're still around, right, after they pass? like Absolutely, their spirits okay. are. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh. And and so if you think you hear your cat or you feel your cat, mm-hmm. sometimes sometimes people will tell me when they're in bed, they feel like their animals snuggle mm-hmm. up next to them. Um, or you think you see your cat out of the corner of your eye, mm-hmm. you are. You're hearing it, you're seeing it, you're feeling okay. it. And, I and just that, felt guilt. <laughs> Yeah. It was mainly like a lot of guilt that I felt and I didn't want to, you know, have to put another animal down. So Yeah. Okay. Oh okay. gosh. Well, you, thanks you made for my calling. day. Thank you. I'm telling you, you thank bet. you so much. You thank are you. Most welcome. Take care. <laughs> bye bye. Okay, bye bye. righty, let's go to our next caller and I believe it's Hazel. Hi Hazel. Hi, Julie. Thank you so much for taking my call. I feel honored to speak with you. Oh, my pleasure. How are you, girl? Um, I'm nervous, first time caller, but um, again, just uh, hanging in there. <laughs> Terrific. Well, where are you? Where are you calling us from? Um, I'm calling from Alamo, California. It is okay. outside Walnut Creek. In yeah. The San Francisco Bay Area. Yeah. East Bay. Yes, East Bay, yes. exactly. Terrific. Well, good. Well, they named a car rental place after your town. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I think there were more famous Alamos than the car rental place, but uh, I agree. That, yes, that just came to my mind right away. I thought, well, okay. <laughs> oh, funny. If, I, if there was a history teacher close by, she'd probably slap me. But that's all right. <laughs> so, well, Miss Hazel, how how may I help you this evening? You got a question well, for me? Yeah, I do. I've been having some health issues since last year, and um, I've been seeing doctor after doctor, and they just can't figure out what's going on. Um, and I know that, that you do the medical scans, um, and you can, can connect to my energy field, so I was interested in that. Um, what they do, what they have said is that I have um, edemia, but they can't figure out why, and I have a lot of digestive issues. Uh-huh. Um and it's just been really frustrating because, again, they just, you know, they kind of basically thrown up their hands and are like, you know, we don't have any other answers for you. So I just am in a lot of suffering with it. I just and what are your symptoms? Out. Well, um, again, the, the edemia and then the um, irritable bowel syndrome constipation type is the other diagnosis that okay. they have given me. Okay. A, yeah. Well, yeah. 
I'm, I'm impressed that they told you that they don't know because a lot of times uh, I talk to people and they've been told it's just stress or, or it's just um, an emotional thing and they'll put them on, try and put them on antidepressants. So mm. I'm impressed that your doctors are saying they don't know. Good for them. That's yeah. great. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I'm going to get you on my radar, Hazel, and okay. let's just see, see what comes up. So Thank here comes you. my laser beam heading out to you in Northern California. Okay, got you. And um, I can see that you've got a lot of inflammation in your stomach, in your GI mm-hmm. tract. You look to me like you're full of candida yeast. And mm. has anybody told you that? No. Okay, Mm-mm. it's called the missing diagnosis for a reason because it's people, they, doctors just aren't trained in it. But if you Google it, it's all over um, the internet. So, a couple of things. What I'm doing right now is I'm watching a healing happen. So, I'm getting oh. the yeast. You've got it from your, in your esophagus, you've got it in your stomach, you have it in your intestines. So, I'm watching it get removed in your esophagus right now, which looks irritated to me, which probably will cause symptoms, see if this makes sense to you, either reflux or acid indigestion or feels like your food just doesn't go down all the way sometimes, mm-hmm. that kind of a thing. And then yeah. in, your, in your stomach, you've got it so thick in your stomach and your intestines that it looks like a paste. Mm-hmm. And it reminds me of when you make a roux with flour and water, when you're making gravy or you're going to make some kind of a sauce, you know, before you put the pan drippings in. Wow. Um, maybe you've seen, you've either done it or seen your mom or your grandmother do it at the holidays. So I'm watching that get removed. Your mm. stomach is um, is fairly inflamed. Parts of it are looking pretty raw. So I'm watching this white energetic cream that I see all the time and it's an anti-inflammatory and, it, and what it's doing is it's coating the tissues in your stomach. In your intestines, the yeast, that pasty stuff's being removed. And mm-hmm. underneath, Hazel, are these little teeny lacerations, little teeny cuts in your intestinal wall and they're from mm-hmm. the toxins that the yeast release, which is close to 100 known toxins. Wow. And then what happens is those toxins and little particles of food, microscopic particles of food, get in your bloodstream and your body believes it's under attack because it is. Mm-hmm. So that's what the swelling is from. And okay. um, so two things, two big things I want you to do. I want you to, okay. I want you to Google Candida yeast. And okay. read about that. Okay, three. I added another one. The okay. second one is go to uh, Google Bulletproof Diet Map, Bulletproof Diet Chart or Bulletproof Diet, and there'll be a PDF of a food chart you can download for free. Eat what's on that because okay. basically if you eat what God made, it'll be good. If you eat what man made, it'll make you sick, especially okay. with candida. Okay, and then the third thing I want you to do is go to a company, go to a website called Viome, V as in Victor, I-O-M-E, dot com. Go to Viome.com, and uh, you can read about it, but you can have a test done on your, on your gut 
biome, basically the bugs and everything that are in your stomach, the bacteria and the yeast and all of that. And it'll give you a really detailed uh, report of what's in there. But more importantly, Hazel, it's going to tell you what foods you need to eat to repopulate a healthy gut biome and what foods you need to avoid. Okay. So what happens is when we take antibiotics or steroids or anti-inflammatories or birth control pills or a lot of different kinds of medication or just in the food supply because it's got a lot of Roundup in the food supply, which is a pesticide, which kills the bugs mm. in our guts. And um, so what happens is it kills the good bacteria in our guts and it allows the yeast to really proliferate and it causes all these problems. So, okay. yeah, so those would be the things that I would suggest that can help you a lot with that. Okay. But you're, you're not losing your mind. All those symptoms <laughs> you described are yeast related. The good news is you can clear it up. And the really good news is it doesn't cause any permanent damage. So you can heal right. from it. I had it for the first 40 years of my life. So I'm oh. an expert. Yeah, I know it well. <laughs> but okay. you, will, you will be just fine. Okay, okay, once you get that under control. All righty? Okay. Thank you okay. so much, Julie. You bet. Hope you feel better. Okay. Thank Thanks you. Thanks for calling. Bye-bye. Okay. All righty, let's see who's next. I think it's Jan. Hi, Jan. Hi, Julie. Thank you so much for taking my call again. I so appreciate it. You're um, most welcome. How are you? Well, I am just not good at all. Um, so I've been, I've been, I looked up the Bulletproof Diet like you told her to, and I'm working on the diet. I've lost a little weight, which is fine, but I am kind of thin already. But um, the thing that I'm wondering is when the doctors had told me, the gynecologist told me that my hormones were low. So he gave me a prescription of, of progesterone and the other one. I forget what the other one is. And, um, the, you know, the most typical one. And the, the reason why I have... Yeah, estrogen. I haven't taken them yet because I... I am so sensitive to drugs that I end up in the emergency room. I have several times by taking stuff and I'm just, I'm asking you, do you feel that I will be able to handle these drugs? Is this what I need to do or take these hormones? Cause I can bear my jaw. I can barely open my mouth. It's just so, Oh, I'm, I don't know how to explain it. I just feel like I'm not going to make it. <laughs> that's how it feels. Yeah. I just, oh, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm All right. So All the are they are, are they bioidentical progesterone and estrogen? Yes, that's what you said they were. Yeah. Okay. All right. So here's how here's a good way to find out whether it's good for you or not to do that, mm -hmm. Jan. And okay. um and we can do it together. So we'll practice. All right. Okay. And and that is we ask a question, whatever it is. And we're going to ask God, the universe, your spirit guides, your deceased loved ones, your angels. I mean, everybody and their brother that's, that's got your best interest in spirit form. So is it in Jan's best interest to take the progesterone and the estrogen, bioidentical progesterone and estrogen that have been prescribed by her doctor? What's the first thing that pops into your head, like within a second? Do you get an answer? I got no. <laughs> okay, I got a yes. Okay. I got, a, I got a yes. Oh, I'm so glad you got the yes. I, I could see why I would get a no because I'm so scared of it. Yeah. Well, so educate yourself about it. Okay. You know, go to Dr. Northrup, N-O-R-T-H-R-U-P.com. Yeah. 
com. Go to her website, read about it. Um, okay. Get familiar. Her book is the Bible about, about hormones. Okay. Um, okay. And and then the other one that I think is really good is Suzanne Summers. She'll have, yes, she has yeah. several books, Ageless, The Sexy Years, mm-hmm. things like that. And she does a great job of distilling medical information into understandable language for normal okay. that we normal people. Yeah. And, um, and she interviews some of the top minds in this around the world. So educate yourself, mm-hmm. and then you're not going to be as afraid of it. It's going to help. Okay. And then, Jan, where are you calling us from? Just oh, so I'm, from, I'm from Las Vegas. Yeah. Okay. Terrific. All right. So your, your yes, you feel that I, that I can do it, that I could take these I and do. not end up in the emergency room and, and I could handle it. I do. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. At this moment in time. But, you know, if you take it and you feel weird or you start having symptoms, stop. Right. Oh, sure. Just don't, just don't take them anymore. But as long as they're the bioidentical, I think you're going to be just fine. It's just that um, with the, you, you saw the candida also, and mm-hmm. it's the way I'm feeling. It, it's like it's so. I can't imagine candida doing this to me. There, I must be. There must be something more. That's why I'm thinking the hormone, the hormone well, imbalance, must be part of it too. I think it is because what happens is the cell membranes get tough because it's, mm-hmm. it, the cells are trying to, body's trying to protect the cells from the invaders with the mm-hmm. candida and the microscopic particles that I was talking with Hazel about. And so the yeah. hormones can't get through those cell membranes. And mm-hmm. when we're in perimenopause and menopause, we're running low on those hormones anyways. And then mm-hmm. the hormones that we do have circulating around, if they can't get through that cell membrane, then we're really going to be out of luck and feeling poorly Mm -hmm. so I believe it's going to help you and then you're just going to have to you're going to have to um, get retested here in a few months once you get the yeasties under control now Mm -hmm. yeast can cause symptoms that are like MS that's like MS fibromyalgia IBS what Hazel was talking about I mean it's just crazy all of Mm -hmm. the different different things that it can cause. My doctor who treated me here in Birmingham was the guy who discovered this and he had patients from all over the world that would come see him. He's deceased wow. now. But his okay. name, Jan, was Dr. Truss, T-R-U-S-S. Or okay. His first name was Orion, O-R-I-A-N. T is in Tom, R-U-S-S. I've heard of him. I've yeah. heard of him. He's the big dog, and he's yes. he's watching from heaven now. But he, if you uh-huh. Google him, you'll uh-huh. learn a lot of information. And and the the patients that used to come see him, some of them would be in wheelchairs, and within a few yeah. months, he'd he'd have them up and walking normally, and and it was oh all yeast. Gosh. It yeah, was so all yeast. It was oh all yeast. Yeah. So I hope that works. Let us know how Thank you're doing. You. I okay. definitely will. Thanks All right. so much. Thanks for calling. Take care. Okay. I will. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. All righty. Let's see who we got next. I think we have Marsha. Hi, Marsha. Hi, Julie. How are you? How are I'm well. How are you? I'm doing well, too. I wanted to thank you for a session we had the other week. It really worked out nicely for me. And I am calling from San Diego with two magnolia trees in my front yard. There that you are in go. Full bloom, too. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, terrific. They're gorgeous, aren't they? I, I think I when, I, when I lived in L.A., I didn't pay that much attention to them. But when I moved down here to the Deep South, you know, they're so quintessential Southern to me. Mm-hmm. Um, with Gone with the Wind and you know, all yeah. of that. And yeah. They're massive down here. They really they're are. They're massive here, too, about 40 yeah. feet tall. And yeah. we have them all over the neighborhood. So it's really, Wonderful. It's really fun. Yeah. Terrific. Well, you got a question for me? I do. Um, I've gotten my sister's permission, and I'm wondering if you could um, scan her. She's in St. Paul, Minnesota. Her name is Mary. About eight months ago, she had an anterior cervical dissection fusion on her neck, and uh, they placed a cadaver bone in there and screws and a plate and the... Current X-rays or CT scans are showing that you know she's not really growing. The bone isn't taking or growing bone enough, and the screws are getting loose. So oh, she's geez. hoping. She, and then she's got real bad sciatica too. So aside from the neck issues, so she's hoping she doesn't have to go get another plate put in the back of her neck. So yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to connect to you. In San Diego, and then we'll ricochet up to Minneapolis. Did you say Minneapolis or just Minnesota or in Minnesota? Um, St. Paul, Minnesota. St. Paul, well, close. Yeah. Part right. of the Twin Cities. So Twin Cities. Ten miles apart. Yeah. yeah. That's a beautiful <laughs> area, especially in the summertime. I don't like it so much in the winter with all that snow. but I like it right. in the fall. The fall. Yes, exactly. When there's no mosquitoes. Exactly. Okay. All right. Laser beams got you ricocheting up to the Twin Cities. Okay, got Miss Mary. She's turning around, so I'm looking at her from behind. <coughs> Excuse me. She's got all kinds of internal jewelry going on here. Holy oh, moly. Oh, boy. All right. Yep. All right. Yeah, I can see the screws. That I can, okay. So what I'm applying, I'm doing a healing on her right now. And um, what I'm seeing happen, Marcia, is I'm watching stem cell energy come in, and it looks like kind of a clear fog that has a little bit of a gelatinous, like a gel uh, consistency to it, and it has sparkles in it, and it will regenerate whatever tissue is needed. So bone, you know, muscle, whatever, brain tissue. So I'm watching it generate bone. Uh, so that those screws can go in and stay in place. And um, it's going in place right now. Okay, so I watched this gelatinous substance come in, and then I watch a centrifuge happen where it spins really fast and it's sparkly, and it reminds me of a picture of the Milky Way galaxy. If you can imagine that spinning in a clockwise direction really fast. And what it's doing is it's generating new bone. For wow. her. So, um, the right side, uh, the, her right side is worse than her left side. The screws are coming out more on the right side from what I'm seeing than on the left side. Oh, okay. so, um, so I'm doing that. And um, I think I, she may need to have more surgery. Uh, why don't you have her schedule a private consult with me? A private yeah, I've been trying, trying to do that. <laughs> Yeah, let's do that, and then okay. um, and then we'll, you know, I'll really be able to do a deep dive with her and really get her going. But I think um, I think she's getting a good diagnosis from what I'm seeing, oh, and it looks okay. like it's worse on the right side than the left side. Okay, and do you see anything with the spine or sciatica going on? 
Uh, yeah, her okay. her left yeah. leg is her left leg's lit up. Uh, yeah. Sciatic in the left side is what I'm seeing. So I'm putting anti-inflammatory energy on that. It just looks like a tube. You know, the nerve does. That's just bright red goes down the back of her leg and so I'm watching that get cooled down it looks like it's hung up on part of her hip I'm sure she's scared to death to see a chiropractor but I think her her pelvis is twisted probably from when she had the surgery and she was on the OR table I mean I've been in plenty of surgeries and it's amazing yeah, um, yeah, her it, neck and shoulders really got really yeah. bad. But I did suggest a chiropractor, and I think she asked her doctor mm-hmm. about that, and so they were going to look at the, I guess, mm-hmm. the X-rays, I think that, and then she I would think, let her know. But yeah, I think that'll that'll help. But I know when somebody's got that much hardware in them, they really they get really scared to go see a chiropractor. But that would yeah. help her if yeah. she did that. So okay. have her schedule a private session with me just go just tell her to go to askjulieryan.com and there's a button there and just pick a date mm-hmm. and time and we'll have a whole hour to work on her tell her tell her yeah. we'll we'll a really good tune up <laughs> yeah she needs it she needs it and uh, okay. since since we did a session on me i can you know share more about that with her and try to okay. get her over to you but she does Terrific. need it i absolutely know that okay thank yes. you so much okay thanks for calling you're welcome Bye now. Most of us have busy lives and we know that we're not getting the nutrients and the vitamins and the minerals that we need. So I'm always looking for easy ways to ingest them. I found one. It's called Beam Minerals. And what I find is that most of us don't get enough potassium, magnesium, and calcium. Those are the big three. And so what Beam Minerals does is it's put all these minerals in a liquid form that's easy to drink because it tastes like water. It's got all these important minerals and a whole bunch of other ones. And I find that they're really helpful. They save me time. They're easy to take. And I suggest that you give them a try. Go to Beam Minerals. B as in boy, E-A-M, minerals, plural, dot com, and use the code Julie Ryan, all together, no space, at checkout, and you'll get 20% off your order. That's Beam Minerals, B-E-A-M, minerals, dot com, and use Julie Ryan at checkout, and you'll get a 20% discount. Give it a try and let me know what you think. All right, everybody, we do this show every Thursday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific, and you can find this information a multitude of places. First of all, on AskJulieRyan.com, if you scroll down to the bottom of the homepage, you'll see it, and incidentally, right next to that is a is a button that you can push, and if you can't join us on the show, you can submit a question online. So you'll see that when you're on the website. The other places you can find this information is um, anywhere that you download podcasts. Uh, we're on a bunch of different networks, iTunes, Stitcher, iHeart, uh, Blueberry, I, I think there are about 40 of them. And it's in the show notes. And then we're also on YouTube, and it's in the show notes there as well.
When you're on my site, sign up for my newsletter, which is a question that somebody has submitted online, and then I answer it, and I send that out on Thursday mornings, and it has this call-in information for the show in the body of the email as well. And then, as I was just talking with Marsha, schedule a private session when you're on my site too, and then we'll have a whole hour to talk about whatever you want to talk about. I laugh, and I tell people, I'm a businesswoman that does woo-woo. I learned how to do woo-woo and I'm a buffet of psychicness. So I can scan you medically, I can scan your pets like we did with Chester, uh, talk to deceased loved ones, spirit guides, uh, you know, whatever you want to do, we can do. And it makes it really interesting, makes it a lot of fun too. So speaking of questions that were submitted online. This one comes from Penny, and Penny is in Terrace, Terrace, easy for me to say, Terrace, British Columbia, Canada. And she says, hi, Julie, I'd like to ask my father, Robert, and she put in parentheses, Bob, why he left at such a young age, why buy cancer, and why do I feel he abandoned me when my adult life was just beginning, even though I hated him? Thank you in advance. And here's my response. I said, hi, Penny. Those are some deep questions you're asking. So in order to get some answers for you, I first energetically connected to you and from you to your dad. Your father was standing at your right shoulder, and this is what he had to say. By the way, when we call in deceased loved ones, um, whoever you want to talk to, we call them in. They're there immediately, and they always stand at the person's right shoulder. It's so interesting. I don't know why. That's just what I always see and have seen for 25 years. All right, back to my answer. He left at a young age because he'd experienced what he had intended in this lifetime. Many believe we, and I put in parentheses our spirits, choose where, when, and to whom we're born in order to set our lives on a certain trajectory of life experiences. We humans judge experiences as good and bad while spirits don't. So... It's possible your dad's short life ended by cancer was a perfect match for what he came to experience. Your father told me he chose to die from cancer because it was a lethal yet acceptable, and I put in parentheses, by society, in parentheses, way to exit. He also said it gave everyone a chance to say goodbye and to get used to the idea of him not being there. Just like how our spirits choose our parents, etc., I believe our spirits also choose how, when, where, and with whom we die. Ask any funeral home guy or gal. They will tell you stories till the end of time about how the family sat with grandma for forever, for six weeks. They left to go get a bite to eat. They were gone 15 minutes and grandma died while they were gone. I mean, there are just endless stories. We all choose how, when, where, with whom, uh, when we go. So I always find that fascinating. Next, regarding your feeling abandoned, your dad said it was a combination of you mourning the possibilities of what your relationship with him could have been and the thought that parents are always supposed to be around for their kids until they're really old. Uh, You know, you always hear, well, kids are not supposed to die first. You know, that parents are supposed to be around for forever and they're supposed to go first. The good news is your dad's always around you. It's important to remember when someone dies, their perceived negative traits stay with their body and their spirit is pure love and light. Perhaps you now have the type of loving relationship with your dad that you'd always envisioned. 
Please get a copy of my book, Angelic Attendance, What Really Happens as We Transition from This Life into the Next. That's available on my site. There's links on AskJulieRyan.com. It's available on Amazon. It's available at Barnes & Noble. It's available in a library via audio, um, a whole bunch of outlets via audio, Audible, iTunes, tons of them. I believe you'll find the information in the book both informative and comforting. It's available in paperback, ebook, and audiobook, and is a quick and easy read. Hope this clarifies things for you and provides some peace to you. And uh, Penny responded this morning on my site, on my website, when this went out. She responded and she said, thank you, Julie. This has given me new insight and I feel the love of my father. It's interesting that he was looking over my right shoulder as I often feel him there. How about that? And have told him to go away. I'm now able to welcome his presence and look forward to our new relationship, Penny. So how wonderful for her that hopefully this took a lot of this sting out of, you know, what could have, should have, would have been. And um, and she can just enjoy a loving relationship with her dad in spirit form now. So I thought that was really cool. So Penny, thanks for answering. All right, let's go back to the phones, and I believe our next caller is Miss Susie. Hi, Sue. Hi, Julie. Thank you so much for taking my call. And, You're um, welcome. And I wanted to tell you, I got my, your book after last week when I called about my friend Stan, who was passing away, and he did pass away since then. And I, it took oh. a while to get the book, but I have been reading it every chance I get because I love it the last few days since it arrived from Amazon. Oh. And, um, so I really appreciate it. I'm so excited to read more and to finish it as soon as I can and then pass it to my friend Rachel who um, whose husband yes she was the Stan was her husband and so um, I actually I, I knew I was going to be calling this because I I got the MRI that the doctor had been wanting me to get for months and months on my neck that, mm-hmm. that I've been calling about that gland for a long time and it yeah. said that um, it could be possible low-grade submandibular gland carcinoma so I'm just wondering if it's if you see it's in my best interest because it says you know, get a biopsy. So I have a biopsy schedule for Tuesday, but I'm just wondering is that something I know from your book that you said that um, you can see cancer as like little black mm-hmm. spots, like on a cow. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering mm-hmm. if you see anything there because otherwise, I'm on that second round of antibiotics. It hasn't worked yet, and. Uh, the doctor has really been pushing to take the gland out and have mm-hmm. surgery, but he said it's risky to cause nerve damage, so might not mm-hmm. be able to smile. So I'm just wondering mm-hmm. if you see cancer, or if you see it in my best interest to get the biopsy Tuesday, or if you see it in my best interest to get the can- uh, surgery if he is pushing for that again. Well, Suze, I think, I think the biopsy, if that's what they're pushing for, that's going to give you peace of mind one way or the other. I am mm-hmm. not seeing malignancy. I've never seen a malignancy there. All the times okay. I've looked at you, I'm not seeing it right now. Now, mm-hmm. that's not to say that, I could, I, that I'm always right. I could be wrong. So I think mm-hmm. when, you're, when you're dealing with something like this, that could be really scary. I think, you, I think it's in your best interest to go get the scan done, go get the biopsy mm-hmm. done. And okay. um, and then you know, let's just see what you're dealing with from there. But I I think it's going to be benign when they do the okay. biopsy. 
Well, if really it's a chronic it. infection, because it's still got the red rash, really, really mm-hmm. bad red rash since mm-hmm. December, and um, it hurts like as if someone's punched me in the neck, or as if like you have a, literally like a lump in your throat when you're trying to hold back tears, and it hurts. Mm-hmm. So it's getting worse, the pain. So I'm concerned that he's he's just going to say, well, let's just take out the gland, do the surgery. But and my dentist was saying, well, what is that going to do? Because don't you need to have your submandibular gland, and then. You know, is that really a good option? So mm-hmm. do you see it in my best interest to go along with surgery if he's pushing well, for that? I, I think it get I think we get really overwhelmed, Susie. I know I certainly do when especially when you're looking at something like this and we think too far ahead. Mm-hmm. Because there's so many variables that come into play and, and when we try and figure out the future, there's no way we can know. And so mm-hmm. it just creates more stress. So what I would suggest is go ahead and get the biopsy done on Tuesday. It's taken one step at a time. Let's mm-hmm. see what happens, what comes mm-hmm. back, and then, and then let's go from there and see what, see what happens. I, I wish you'd, you'd schedule a private session and we can do an hour and just okay, do yeah, it. Okay, I know I had done one before, but it was, it, yeah. it was before that I had an issue with this because this has been going right. on three years, but I hadn't really paid attention to it until December. So. Right, right. Um, okay. but it's been well, a long you. time since we've done one, and I just think with everything you've got going on, let's, let's do a deep dive and just deal with all of it at one time because I know you've had a lot of medical challenges here it seems recently especially um, please tell everybody too before you before I let you go where you're calling us from uh, from San Francisco Bay Area all righty well that's the San Francisco guys on gals on this evening mm-hmm. one other thing Susie would you do me a favor please mm-hmm. would you would you please go, when you're done reading my book, go to Amazon and leave a review about oh, sure, my book. Yeah, I'm not very technical, but I think I can figure that out. I can get my husband to help me. <laughs> if, you just, <laughs> if you just Google my name on Amazon, mm-hmm. it'll come up, and you'll see a little thing that'll say write a review, uh-huh. and you just, just put, you know, put whatever sure. in there. As long as it's yeah, good, don't put, don't put something bad. But Yeah, yeah, I'd love to. So, so Thank you so much. It helps others find it, find the information, mm-hmm. and um, and I, my condolences on Stan. I know you were really close with him. Yeah, and, thank you. And, yeah, uh, sad. yeah, we knew yeah. last week when we scanned him that he probably mm-hmm. wasn't going to be around much longer. So. Yeah, maybe next time I'll ask you sometime about talking to Stan. You know, because I don't know how long they take till they can start talking. You know, till they're immediately like, doing their process. You know, immediately when they're done. Oh, really? Talk oh. to him. Immediately, as soon as they leave, we can talk to them. Oh, Absolutely. Okay. It doesn't matter because we're talking mm-hmm. to their spirit when they're, you know, like when people are dying, if they're in a coma or something and they're not able to communicate, we're talking to their spirit anyway. So it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter okay. whether it's in a body or out of a body. Okay. That's good. Okay. Well, All right. Well, let us know what good. happens. Good luck on Tuesday. Okay. Thanks so much. Okay. okay. Susie. Bye-bye. Bless you. Bye-bye. You Okay, let's see who's next. I believe it's Carmen. Hi, Carmen. Hi, Julie. Thank you for taking my call. I'm calling from Birmingham, Alabama. You are most welcome. How are you? I'm doing great, thank you. Um, I have kind of a different question than most you've heard tonight, (laughs) I'm afraid. Um, Unfortunately, I lost my job um, on May the 4th due to a surplus situation. 
So I've got a couple of questions. Like, can I look forward to uh, doing something different in my next career if there's going to be another one? And am I going to be okay financially? I get yes and yes. Great. By the way, I'm 71 years old, so starting another one at this age is kind of crazy, but... Well, that just, to me, tells me that you've got lots of expertise and lots of wisdom and lots of knowledge, right? <laughs> I hope so, after all of these years. <laughs> what, what business are you in now? I'm not doing anything yet. I just lost my job May the 4th, and I, was, um, I worked for a large communications company, one okay. of the largest, and had worked for many years. I actually retired twice from them. Oh, my. So, okay. But this one was... Um, you know, surplus and and um, because I'm in Birmingham, um, several of us were surplused here. Uh, what does in that our mean that you're that you were laid off? Kind of a yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Surplus meaning that you've just got they they were uh, downsizing down downsizing. Yeah, that's the word I was looking for. Well, yeah. so so the cool thing about this, Carmen, is what if you could do anything? What would it be? I want to do something totally different from what I've done, for, uh, or most of it. I like um, I like uh, furnished, moving uh, offices, building offices out, anything to do with corporate real estate. Although I don't necessarily want to be work for another corporation. I've you know two careers with a, the same corporation. I was actually hired back. I retired once with 30 years service, and then my second time was 14 years. So, uh-huh. and then I worked contract in between those years. So I've worked since 1966, uh-huh. and that's why I think I I think I was born to work. Is what I think. <laughs> <laughs> because it's like I don't know how to stop, uh-huh. and uh, and so I want to do I want to do something totally different. I don't yeah. want to do anything with network security and and those types of things. Things that are really the buzzwords now, or mm-hmm. all of those are on my resume. Mm-hmm. But I don't want a job according to my resume because that's what I've done for a long time. Mm-hmm. Well, I really want to do something fun and um, you know I want to help people. Um, I've been an instructor. I'm a certified instructor. And uh, and so just anything like that. Mm-hmm. Well, what's coming to mind, and that's just because we're both in Birmingham, mm-hmm. is to contact um, some of the big developers like uh, um, Doug Edelman, I know, and um, and he he does developments like housing developments, but they also own a bunch of of commercial property, I would look and see who the big commercial property owners are in town and see what you can work with them. The other thing that came to mind too, Carmen, was the, um, the office supply industry, you know, the, um, the office, uh, like furniture and Mm -hmm. things like that, that, that there may be something that you could do as a coordinator, not necessarily in sales, but something kind of as a coordinator with that that would give you a foot in both of those worlds. That's a good idea. Yeah, those two ideas just came to mind based on what you were talking about. But Doug Edelman came to mind too. So I would look up Edelman Real Estate, and okay. I would I would also look up um, some of the the folks that own all these 
these big malls and stuff in town, the malls and the, you know, there, there are a few companies that do that kind of thing. So those are, those are some suggestions. Those are just some ideas that have come in my head while I was listening to you talk. So yeah, there's, they're building a mall, a new mall right down from my house. I live in Hoover and they're yeah. building one uh, close by. So, so find out, find out who's doing that and see how you can help. Sounds great. Okay. Good luck. Call back in and let us know what happens. Okay. Thank you so much, Julie. You bet. Bye, Carmen. Bye-bye. All righty. Our next caller is Donna. Hi, Donna. Hey. How are you? Fine, thank you. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Please tell everybody where you're calling us from. Columbia Falls, Montana. Oh, terrific. Well, you did we did we um do your yes. your question? Yeah. Last Great. Week. Terrific. He was on the podcast last week. Yeah. Yeah. You were our blog last week. Mm-hmm. So give yeah. everybody kind of an overview of what what we talked about on that. Well, I um I think I sent you an email on Monday and uh then I think I saw your response I can't remember. On Thursday. Thursday or something, yeah. And so yeah. <clears throat> I, um, I'm not exactly sure when you, like, scanned my body, but Thursday uh, I was actually feeling pretty good. I, had, I got up early, took the dog for a walk. I had a dental appointment, and unfortunately the dental appointments usually make me sick. Mm-hmm. And so I was sick for a couple of days after the dental appointment. Mm-hmm. And... Um, they uh, were grinding on a crown and all those little particles. I think the dentist doesn't believe that, you know, the treatments are making me sick, but my body is so debilitated from the mold that mm-hmm. any little thing just really sets me off really bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I have, I felt, I felt pretty good today, though, mm-hmm. so that's good. But I, I really appreciate you answering my email and, um, you know, putting me on the podcast and everything. It's its giving me hope that things are going to get better. Well, and just to for those of you listening that ha- didn't get a chance to listen to last week's podcast yet, um, Donna had sent in a question, and she said she'd been living in mold for the past 20 years. And I scanned you on Wednesday of last week. So it was posted on Thursday. So I scanned you the day before, and I was mortified. With yeah. what I saw. I mean, yeah. I was truly, you have the worst case of mold toxicity I've ever seen in a human. Mm-hmm. So, um, so can you find another place to live at least until you can get, are you in a house or are you in an apartment or what? House. A house. Do you yeah. own the house? Yes. Well, we okay. moved into a, a house that was full of mold in 1998. Yeah, and I was in there for about a year, and I started getting sick, and nobody could figure out why. And right. we lived there three years, and then we moved here, and unfortunately, we brought everything with us, and so uh-huh. I'm, you know, we like cross contaminated this place, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and then plus, I'm pretty sure there was things going on with this place anyway, uh-huh. and been suffering from fatigue for, you know, all these years, and then two years ago, I got exposed to mold in the attic and got really sick and was real uh-huh. sick for a couple months and managed to get over it. And then we were pulling out old carpets in the back bedroom last August and I got exposed and I've been really sick ever since. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. 
seem to get past it. And so I'm trying to get a, at least for the time being, get a tent set up so I can stay up, stay out, you know, back uh-huh. in the uh-huh. tent to uh-huh. at least get out of here. And um, I had one lady offer to help, to let me stay with her. And I'm, unfortunately, my car broke down. So I, I have animals here I have to feed. So uh-huh. I'd have to come back and forth. She's about 45 minutes away. Oh, wow. It's just been kind of a process, but... Yeah. And, of course, you know, it's years of doctors and trying to figure out what's wrong. I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia 30 years ago, so that's why I always kind of thought in the back of my mind that had something Mm -hmm. to do with it, but I've always Mm -hmm. kind of, you know, suspected the mold, too. And I seen like, an intuitive in 08, and she said it has something to do with plants. Well, it was the house plants. I finally figured out that they were... They had mold. Mm-hmm. The, they were growing the mold, and so the house yeah. were all gone. But but I well, would, I I'd like I, to schedule I, an appointment with you. Yes, that would be really terrific, and then we can we can work on that, and we'll have a whole hour to do that. But I think I gave you a couple of pointers. The first one was watch moldymovie.com. There's yeah. a documentary on that. If you had a chance to watch that yet. That's the one thing I haven't done yet. Yeah. yeah, do that. You know, you can watch it online, or if your TV hooks up to the Internet, you can do that. And then the, the other thing, too, Donna, is the company homebiotic.com, um, they have a solution. Now, you you have so much mold in you that my guess is you it's really rampant. And when we do a private session, I'll scan your house and I'll tell you exactly where it is. I do this for uh, people buying new homes and also real estate folks. And when there's a new house that's being purchased, I'll scan the house and or a building if it's an office building or something. And I'll be able to see you know, mold and rotting wood and water that's not draining and stuff like that. And so we'll give the inspector a list of items. <laughs> it really flips them out. It's hilarious. The inspector says, well, how do you know all this stuff? It's kind of like a shopping list for the inspector to really go check this stuff. And invariably, there's, they're saying, well, how did you know that? So that's kind of fun. But I can scan your house and we'll, and we can pinpoint where the mold is and, you know, help you um, – really with your remediation um, efforts. But I think to your point, as much as I'm seeing in your body, it's it's just pervasive. It's in the furniture, it's in the carpeting and the rugs and all of that. The other thing that I want you to know is even if other people in your family aren't having this reaction, it doesn't matter it doesn't negate what you're going through and the fact that it's being caused by mold, Donna, right. because 28% of the population is super, super um, sensitive to mold. Right. And I'm one of them, and you are too, obviously. Yeah. And so we can walk into a room. I'll bet you can do just like I do. I can tell instantly if there's a mold or, or a musty smell yeah. or something's not right. And my husband will say, well, I don't smell anything. He's not sensitive to it. I am right. super sensitive to it, yeah, which, well, is a, which is a benefit, really, because it will help keep you healthier longer. Yeah. Well, one thing, um, <clears throat> last fall I found a group on Facebook that uh, it's all people that are um, 
suffering from mold illness. Mm-hmm. And I've learned a lot from reading that, and that's what really gave me the heads up was reading the different symptoms and everything sounded really familiar, you know. Yeah. And one lady, she said, it used to be I was always tired all the time. Now I'm sick and tired, and that's pretty much me. I, you know, used to be uh-huh. tired all the time. Now I'm sick and tired all the time. So Yeah. Well, the inside of your body, it was almost as if somebody took an apple corer and cored out the middle of your body, and, and the interior of your body, the whole core of your body, just looked like raw meat to me. I, mm-hmm. I've never seen anybody that's this as sick as you are from mold. Yeah. So well, you got to get out of there. I've been sick. Yeah, you got to get out of there. Yeah. And, and then um, in that group, it, they also said that a certain percentage of people can't process the mold. There's like some kind yeah. of gene that we have that our body isn't able to process the mold and move it through our system. Well, I know a woman that lived in a moldy house for decades, and um, and she ended up having cancer. And I, and it was black mold. I said that was the cause of it. I got really loud and clear that it was the cause of it. And when you research it, you'll see it's a carcinogen. So yeah. you, the big, do you have a family that lives there with you? Or are you there by yourself? What's my the, husband what, and I? And he doesn't seem to be affected by it. Not really so much. He says his ears ring like mine do. Mine started ringing about a year after into that first house. Mm-hmm. And I was out of this house for two weeks in 05, and that's the only time my ears stopped ringing. Yeah. And all this yeah. work, every time I get, they, they use that bonding stuff instead of the amalgam stuff. And every time I put that on my teeth, my ears start ringing louder. Wow. So and you're I allergic to that, too. I've work done in the last year. Yeah. Well, girl, your your uh, mission, if you choose to accept it, sounds like Mission Impossible, you know, the TV show, but it's... It feels uh, like Mission Impossible. Yeah, I bet. I bet. you got to find another situation. The is really bad where we're at. The yeah. property values are super high and people are just scrambling for rentals. There's nothing available. Okay. So All right. I'm doing well, the best I can. Thank you for calling in. What a treat to get to talk with you. Schedule a private session, I and um, let's see what we can do to get, get you on the road to wellness. Okay. okay. All righty. Hang in there, so girl. Okay. Hey, Take care. Can you ask everybody to say a prayer for me? Absolutely. You just asked them, yes. and they will. Okay. okay. Thank you so much. You bet. Bye, Donna. And with that, we are about out of time. So... Please follow me on Instagram at Ask Julie Ryan, on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. I'm on Twitter, but I don't really do much on Twitter. I'm on Ask, I'm Ask Julie Ryan on Twitter. YouTube, Ask Julie Ryan. Register for a free session. That's $155 value. And uh, have a wonderful weekend, everybody, and a terrific beginning of next week. And call in next Thursday, and we'll be here and love to talk with you. Thanks, everybody. Bye now. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan and like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com.
This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.